that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. Welcome everybody to Back in My Day. My name is David Petrangelo and this week the not so stereotypical millennials will be going back to the movie theater for the summer of 1997. This week I'm lucky enough to be joined by Michael R. Power, Ian Walter, and Wife Power. All right, Wife Power, welcome back again. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me as well. Um, We're going to Go into the 1997 summer movie wager. So if you did not hear it last year, because there wasn't a actual box office for 2021, we went back 25 years to 1996 and predicted what we could remember, what we thought may have won the summer box office from, uh, I think it was early to mid-May until the Labor Day weekend in September. So that's the time frame we're working with here. Uh, We also just recorded our 2022 version as well, because there is at least a few more movies to talk about this year. So stay tuned for that. That uh, you should see on our feed actually right now. And then right now we'll go back 25 years, 1997 from uh, mid-May. I can't remember the exact date until the Labor Day weekend of September. So We didn't look at any numbers. We just saw the movies that came out in that time frame, and we thought, let's rank them from number one to number 10. And Mike, just a reminder, if anyone hasn't heard before, how does sort of the point structure work here, roughly? Yeah, so we're ranking them based on how we think they performed at the summer box office based on domestic gross. So if you go to Box Office Mojo, you can, you know, filter by year and by season, so summer, uh, which we didn't do before we made our lists. But uh, yeah, so we rank them one to 10, then you compare that to, to what actually happened and you get points based on how close you were. Basically, if you nail number one and number 10, you get the most points. And then if you nail the rest, you get uh, 10. If you nail one and 10, you get 13. And then you get points if it's like one spot away, two spots away, three spots away, that sort of thing. And then there's three dark horses uh, where if those appear anywhere on your list, you get one point. And I will say the way, reason it's called a wager is because it's, it's a game and it's a bit of a bet and the winner of the wager gets to pick a movie for the rest of the co-hosts to watch and come on a future episode and review. And we all know what happened last time we did our 96 movie wager when Dave won and picked the worst movie of all time to torture us. So we're all rooting against Dave again this year. That's right. It's a shame that in 97, there was not a Kazam too, but (laughs) it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, Mike, you mentioned that none of us went on Box Office Mojo. You know we weren't doing that before because that's how we got movies like Eraser on the Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. that's right. You had Eraser pretty high up there. Didn't you have it at like number three or something? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty high. Like right up there with The Rock and like, I don't know. I just picked my favorite movies. I I I have to say, this is way harder than the current wager because... We were kind of talking about like one movie that came out in the summer of 97, Mike and I, earlier today. And it's like, to us, this movie was huge. But at the time that it came out, was it huge? We don't really remember because we were how we were like, what, 10 years old? Yeah. So it's like, I remember this movie in my like late teens. That's where some of my memories are from it. And it's like, was it as popular as like, 
we think it was. It it it's hard. Yeah, like yeah. did it draw a movie theater crowd? Like that's what we got to go for. Yeah, Mike Mike is jacked up for 1997. Okay. Yeah, so um yeah, so we have no idea what we're walking into here. We really don't. Um 25 years is just far enough for us olds to not really remember we had really no grasp of what a box office or what the movie theaters really looked like at the time. We know most, if not all of these movies. So it's like, great. We know what they are. We could have enjoyed them. Like you just said, but doesn't mean that they did well at the box office. So um, this time we're going to start off with Mr. Michael R. Power. What is your number one box office, summer movie box office movie from uh, 1997? All right. Yep. So doing zero research and just looking at the titles, one movie yep. kind of stuck out to me. Um, and it's funny because the movie we talked about in our box office, uh, box office predictions for this year, that's The Lost World Jurassic Park. What is it? Mommy's very angry. So yeah, I just know the Jurassic Park franchise is huge, and I just figured, hey, this probably made a boatload of money being the sequel to Jurassic Park. So that's mine. All right. It is also my number one um, because the first movie is one of the best movies of all time, I think. And I just like I, I remember this being such a big deal. You know, it's several years later. It's not like it was just two years after the first, you know, there was there was some breathing room between these movies and it was the more uh, action focused movie. And uh, I, I remember watching this multiple times um, a few years later. So yeah, it's a movie I still enjoy and stuff too. And another reason to give it a little extra bump, but it's Jurassic Park, it's Jurassic World, whatever you want to call it. It's the big franchise. So yeah. Yeah, well, let's let's go for the hat trick. Let's do the Lost World Jurassic Park for the win because, like you said, I mean it was one of the biggest films of the '90s. I implore any avid listeners out there to go back and check out our uh, episode 100 where we talked about uh, our favorite or, or sorry, our back in my day films of the '90s, and we had a a bracket tournament where we decided what was the ultimate back in my day film. And uh, obviously, you know, looking ahead to this year, we're all excited to see where this franchise is going to go with uh, Jurassic world dominion on various levels, but either way we're getting new Jurassic park content even to this day. So I think uh, back in 97, I could definitely see this being the, uh, the blockbuster of the summer to beat. And right in the smack in the middle of the summer too, right? So sometimes the release date does make a difference, you know, long weekends or earlier in the summer or late in the summer. Sometimes that's part of the decision process too. So, And such a strange naming convention. It's not just Jurassic Park 2. It's the Lost World colon Jurassic Park. Yeah. Like, why do they have to talk about colons in this movie? It's strange. It's just, <laughs> why is that part of this all of a sudden? I don't know. I guess they just didn't know enough about uh, dinosaur colons in the first one. I don't know. Whatever. Um, all right, White Power. Uh, what's your first? I must have lost something there because I have no idea how we got onto dinosaur colon colons. <laughs> but um, that's just what happens on this show. <laughs> took a, I like spaced out for like five seconds, and it took like a real weird turn. Isn't boy humor fun? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes I like wonder if 
if we had like visuals with the audio, people would just see me like constantly shaking my head when I record <laughs> these podcasts with you guys. <laughs> I can make that happen. I can record the video. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't think there's any surprise here. My number one, it is my number one for 2022. It is my number one for 1997. That's The Lost World Jurassic Park. All right. Um, there it is. What, as Ian said, and this is how we got to it, the Lost World colon Jurassic Park. (laughs) (laughs) I am so surprised that we all had the same pick. And I will be even more surprised if it actually was number one and and we all got it right. I actually will be surprised, honestly. Mike, let's go to number two. Yeah, number two. All right. Maybe our lists will start diverging here. It's crazy we all picked the same one. But my number two is uh, when I looked at it, this movie stuck out to me. as like, hey, this movie was huge. Men in Black. That was my number, number two, two, Men in Black. All right. uh, I honestly have no memory of how it did in the box office, but other than I know I loved it. And they're still making Men in Black movies, just much like Jurassic Park. They're still making bad movies in this franchise to this day. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, International. Yeah. yeah. Outer space. I mean, so, yeah, I, would ar- I would argue that this is the only good Men in Black movie they made. That That would be my argument. Um, yeah, uh, you wouldn't find many detractors. I don't yeah, think. and I think it's one of Will Smith's best movies ever. I yeah, love sure. this movie. I love this movie. Right. What did you pick number two then, Dave? I also picked this. You sold a reverberating carbonizer with mutate capacity to an unlicensed cephalopoid. Jeeves, you piece of shit. It looked all right to me. It must have been for an assassination. Who's the target? You know, I don't know. God damn it, Jeeves! I don't know! All right, let's confiscate it, all of it. And I want you on the next transport off this rock or I'm going to shoot you where it don't grow back. Yeah, and... and... And I'm going to be back to talk about them Rolexes. Partially, I I thought this was one that I was swinging for the fences a little bit. I do remember hearing or reading somewhere at at some point. I couldn't tell you when. Probably sometime in the last, you know, whenever this movie turned 20, probably there were some articles about it and stuff saying that it did pretty well. So it's sort of like a vague memory that it did well. But I also absolutely love this movie. It is one of my favorite movies of the 90s. Always will be. And uh, I sort of gave it a little extra boost because of that. So, yeah, Men in Black is my number two. Here come the Men in Black. Really? Oh, yeah. man. Oh so, Patrick, maybe even uh, Quad. We'll see what uh, Wife Power has to say. But honestly, Men in Black, I, I was struggling. Like, was it that massive? Because it's massive in my mind. Mm-hmm. Was it massive enough to overtake the dinosaurs? The dinosaurs? The dinosaurs. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not, but I think it's close. So I think it's definitely earned a spot at number two. And like any movie that has like a popular music video associated with it, it's got to do some significant. Every Will Smith movie in the 90s. (laughs) Well, I mean, I I can't speak to uh, Wild Wild West or whatever, but the other ones seem to work. Regardless of what movie they came from, still great tunes, still great songs, (laughs) in my opinion. All right. Wife Power, is it a four peat? It's a four P. I actually wow. I was looking at my pick and I was kind of embarrassed to say Men in Black because <laughs> I thought I thought it was a little bit of a wild. I mean, who knows? Like we all loved this movie. Again, we were yeah. ten mm-hmm. years old, so like, who knows? I how hope it we're actually... all totally wrong. It'd be even yeah. Funnier. I think yeah. it. We could be horribly, horribly wrong. But I Independence Day came out in nineteen ninety six. I'm riding that Will Smith hype train into 1997 for Men in Black. So that's why I had it so so high on my list. 
Um, Did Will Smith go number one back to back years? Ooh, yeah. could he have? We'll see. Uh, that's okay. So I want. I really want to know who's going to be the one to make the list kind of diverge. You know. So I'm going to go start round uh, three with Batman and Robin. Very topical to this <laughs> podcast. Oh snap! Because uh, we're talking about the Batman movies right now. We're reviewing them. We're going to have a full review of this movie sometime soon. Yes, we I are. I saw this, and I again, like Men in Black, I was just like, when I was a kid, this movie was huge. I remember seeing it in theaters. I'm guessing a lot of other parents took their kids. So for that reason, I would just put it put it at three. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I want to know, is it the same? Okay, so Mike, now you're wondering if this is going to diverge our list because we've had uh, six picks all the same until now. And uh, yes, they are going to diverge here. Yeah. Batman and Robin is on my list. I will say that it is on there. But uh, no, my number three is Con Air because it is a mat. I remember going to the theater and seeing this poster and some of my friends, older brothers who were three, four years older, roughly being like, oh, that movie is amazing. They were definitely too young to see this movie. So I don't know what a 14 year old was doing. Uh, going to see this movie, but uh, I remember this just being like a really big thing for those kids. That alone makes me want to say that this movie did really well. But again, who's in this movie? Who makes this movie? I mean, it's it's obvious that this oh, was the cast is ridiculous. Cast amazing. The movie's you know yeah. it's it's pretty campy. It's it's pretty goofy, but it's also fun and it's a huge action movie. And in the nineties, that's what people went out to see. So that's why Con Air is my number three. Yeah, it's a great choice. I wish I had been so bold. Because Connor is an amazing movie. But uh, I went with another one that I think we all kind of enjoyed and we've mentioned on the podcast, which is Austin Powers, International wow. Man of Mystery. I mean, number me. three is a little steep, yeah. but it is Mike Myers, and he seems to draw crowds by the droves. Maybe it didn't happen until the sequel, but we will. Number three. Time will tell. Oh. 25 years ago. I would be happy minutes. with that. if it. Uh, I like, would, too. If we were going too. on movies I liked, it would be in my top three. You know, my yeah. favorite movies from that year. But I think that's going to be my downfall as I'm like choosing. Choosing with your heart, not your brain. I remember yeah. being really good <laughs> from my childhood. But it's okay. You know, it, could I'm sure it's somewhere on the top 10 because it's awesome powers. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah. All right, Wife Power. More divergence or how, how, what, is it, what happens next? <laughs> oh, man. I think I take a wild turn here. Sweet. But my number three. <laughs> also a winning turn. <laughs> I you know what? It could it could go in my favor. It could be a horrible, horrible decision. And it could be an eraser move by me. Uh, but my number three is speed two <laughs> cruise control. Oh, wow. Speed two, yeah. That's not a bad pick. No way. It was, that was a drive-in pick at the Own Sound Theater. We saw that the drive-in. I remember movie. that. A horrible yeah. sequel to the original Speed. Oh, it's such a good movie. Five too. But you don't know, you just don't know that going into the movie. So it's like, did it have enough hype from the original Speed to bring people to the theater to watch it? It's I mean, not bad because sequels always do like sequels yeah. always do gangbusters, right? Like sequels make money. Yeah, I mean, Speed, Speed did really well. Huge. People really like it. Yeah, yeah. people love Sandra Bullock. Like yeah. it, 
So it had no could, Keanu, it really which could maybe go either way. If it did bad, that's we'll blame it on that. But yeah, that's not a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. No Keanu yeah. is the downfall. Well, of yeah. Speed that, that's a downfall a few years later, but at that time, not so much. At that time, Sandra Bullock was was the seller. Yeah, yeah she was definitely the draw. Yeah. All right. So for sure. four completely different movies there. Oh, so the lists are getting really, really different. And my number. This is so exciting. I love it. Yeah. My my <laughs> my my pick for my number four is another movie that no one's mentioned yet. Air Force One. Get off my plane. Ooh. Ooh. That Harrison Ford action movie. I yeah. I kind of remember it being like being talked about as like a big box office success. I don't know. That's just my memory. So I put it there. But yeah. You yeah, know what? It is a highly ranked R-rated film from mm-hmm. what I can recall. Yes, it is. It's high <laughs> enough. Yes. To make yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's also my number four for partially because I remember really enjoying this movie. I remember it being one of those like action movies that I could, I could see get away with seeing, you know, without getting in trouble. Right. One of those things a couple of years later. So it's one of those things. And yeah, I mean it's it's Harrison Ford. It's it's, uh, it's a crazy crazy premise, crazy movie, and uh, this movie might might be a rewatch. This movie actually, I want to I want to see if this is actually as fun as I remember it, or if it's just plain stupid. I don't remember, but uh, but because of similar reasons, plain I said stupid. Con Air. Planes. Oh, wow. I did not even catch that. (laughs) Jesus. So all the reasons you said, Mike, and all the reasons are similar reasons. I said Con Air at number three. I'd say Air Force One. Which one's more plain stupid, Con Air or Air Force One? (laughs) Oh, I wish I could have done something cool like pick Air Force One or Con Air. (laughs) What's your pick? The date night movie. Well, I might be confusing this honestly with uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral, but My Best Friend's Wedding. Oh, yeah. That's like really? Julie Roberts, right? Okay. Yes. Yep. Yep. So I'm thinking, you know, prime time. Prime time for My Best Friend's Wedding. I don't know. I can't recall if I like the movie or not, but I feel like it had that star power with Julie Roberts. And definitely in the 90s where the star would drive the like butts and seats as opposed to like IP. And uh, and Richard Gere too, so it's the it's the uh, it's the reprising roles of Pretty Woman. That's right. So that's uh, why woman, yeah. it was probably a draw as well, for sure. Just a, you know, a few years later. So that's that's a good pick. It's a good pick. Yeah. Wife Power date movie. Uh, no, I actually went. I don't know if this was a thing in '97. It seems to be a thing now. But I went animated, and I picked Hercules at number four. Nice. Disney power. Yep. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing this movie in the theater for a friend's birthday. It came out yeah. right around his birthday, and it was like he was just dying to see this movie. <laughs> I remember going the opening Shit. weekend. You it. know what? I saw that movie on the list, and I, I, I didn't even think of the animated one. I thought it was like some live action crappy Hercules <laughs> movie. Uh, I missed the it. With that completely. Oh, yeah. I thought it was like Kevin something like Sorbo? that. Yeah, oh. I missed it. This was definitely on the list. Oh, man. I feel so stupid. That's such a good pick. Yeah. It's um, oh. yeah, it's not the Xena spinoff, Mike. No, it's not, no. no. It's and don't that. you love this one, too? I do love that one. I do love that movie. We're seeing theaters. Yeah, we saw No One Sound. And uh, yeah. I, I would have had it on my list. I think it's That's got crazy. some weight behind it because there yeah. wasn't really any other animated movie out that summer. So yeah, I'm, that's, I'm rooting for Hercules. I think that probably has to be on there. I think I made a horrible, horrible mistake. 
All right, then, Mike, how do you how do you back it up? How, how do you nail your next one? <laughs> yeah, it makes my number five look even stupider because I'm just thinking about it now. Well, I shouldn't I shouldn't make fun of it too bad because wife powers already picked it. But speed two, cruise control. The one movie that the only thing memory I have of it in my brain is that it was a massive, massive bomb. That's the only memory <laughs> I have of it in my brain. Yet I have it at number five. Like bomb i knew it was a bomb like critically but like i'm pretty sure it was also a box office bomb so but but i don't even know why i put it there but i said i made my list and i said i'm not changing it now so there you go fair enough i mean we did see it in the drive-ins yeah i mean that's That's why i I remember seeing it that's probably why i had it there anyway that's why it's there all right moving Um, on yeah dave rounding out my uh, top five is batman and robin um, cause I think all the things you said, Mike, I think it's, uh, it's a movie that kids were able to see it's Batman, it's fun, it's campy. And I think it's the superhero movie for, uh, for this summer at the, in the mid nineties, late nineties. So yeah, Batman and Robin is as much as it might not be a great movie. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And we'll have a review of that soon, which I'm actually super excited to rewatch all these Schumacher movies, honestly, even more than the Tim Burton one. It's not going to lie. So yeah, um, it's going to be a blast. Yeah, it's going to be going to be super fun. Um, okay. So Batman and Robin is my number five. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I might have miscalculated with that Batman and Robin not being uh, anywhere near my list right now. But uh, uh, and and likewise, no, no speed to knots. No, no, no speed to for me. Um, for me, I don't know because I put Toy Story 4 at the fourth slot, so I don't know mm. if I was thinking the same lines putting the fifth element in my fifth slot. Ooh. But the fifth element is a great sci-fi action film with Bruce Willis and Mila Jovovich. Did I say that right? Yep. Um, but yeah, I just think uh, there's a lot going for this movie, and I'm hoping it was just as cool and like, I don't know, just like I feel like it's a cult classic now, but maybe yeah. it was also a hit in 97. That's the thing. Usually cult classics. I've thought about this movie too. And I really like this movie, but usually cult cult classic means it didn't do that good at the box office and it was found sort of later. So when I have that associated with the movie, I always think it didn't do like the top, you know what I mean? But, but five yeah. might not be a terrible spot for it. It's not so. too bad. Yeah. I mean, you could, yeah. you could be off by one on all of yeah, these, exactly. right? We could all be off by one and still get a decent amount of points, decent on those. points. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, Wife Power, number five. I'm joining Ian in the Fifth Element Club. Ooh, Ooh the okay. Fifth Element, number five. All right. I think it became a cult classic. I think it became a cult classic for us later. Right. But I think that this movie was popular when it came out with the right age group, and we were just a little bit too young for it when it came out. Yeah, definitely. If we were if we were teens, like if we were sixteen or whatever, like we would we would have gone to this movie for Absolutely, sure. Absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. Which is ex- probably exactly when most of us saw it, right? A few years later, and it was and it's awesome. It's it's so all, we're talking about camp with some of these movies, but this movie's campy. It's action. It's but it's interesting. It's a cool sci fi movie. So um, hard to I ignore love that. Gary Oldman as the villain. Yes, so good. Great. All right, so good, so weird. You know. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. Okay, so my number six now. This is where the lists start to get very interesting for me because I didn't do any research. I went off that master list that we were looking at, uh, which had like very little information, just like the title of the movie. And what was on there was uh, Face Off, right? But it's interesting that I'm picking a Nicolas Cage movie, a different Nicolas Cage movie than one that's already been chosen on someone else's list. So he had two big movies that summer that we 
both have the two people have on their list, which is crazy. So yeah, I got face off the Nicolas Cage, John Travolta, John Woo movie. And I just remember that being a huge movie and loved movie. And if Nicolas Cage actually does nail two movies on the top 10, that will be quite a feat. Well, for me, that's like the spiritual trilogy of Nick Cage for me. It's uh, the rock. Uh, Con Air and, and Race right. Off, yeah, all yeah. very all around the same time and everything, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So that's my number six. Um, number six, okay. My six is um, the Xena spinoff movie Hercules. No, sorry, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is Hercules, though, the animated Disney movie Hercules. Like like what Wife Power said when she when she mentioned it, um, it is a uh, animated movie, and there's not really that many. He's a magnificent horse with the brain of a bird. Huh? I'll find Philoctetes, become a true hero. That's the spirit. I won't let you down, Father. Good luck, son. Now this summer seems like it was a lot of movies for people in their twenties and thirties and and teens. Like everyone below that didn't seem like there was a lot of choice maybe that just wasn't the draw then it's just more of a draw now i'm not sure but uh that's one of the main reasons why and i haven't seen it in a long time but i do remember really enjoying it and like i mentioned earlier and went to a kid's birthday to go to the party movie in 97 still yeah. have to go to the movie it was it was a birthday party we at least had you know 10 to 12 tickets right then and there just for that one so um it was a draw enough to be one of my friend's uh picks for his his birthday party that year in 97 so Hercules is my number six. Nice. It can right, go the Ian. distance. <laughs> All right. Number six. This one, I don't know, might be a little off the radar, but uh, it's got star power. I, I keep saying in the 90s, it was all about the star power. It's Jodie Foster in Contact. Ooh, yeah. Sci-fi classic. Hopefully it sold just as much as it sort of, <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like it it did make an impact this movie contact but I don't know like if it's t- doesn't have t- much uh staying power cuz I don't hear it brought up much now like cult relevancy like t- 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 today well, it's a, right? it's a very like, quiet movie to be right? quite honest yeah. like I don't think it's a terrible movie but I no. do remember when I watched it I feel like it was overhyped or oversold by maybe what the right. trailer was offering or like it kind of seemed like it was going to be this epic sci-fi movie and it, it kind of fell short in my expectations. That's not to say it was a bad film, but maybe it was like enough of a hype thing with Jodie Foster yeah. and everything else yeah. to bring. Mm-hmm. We have, players. I have no idea if it's a good or bad pick, but uh, yeah, yeah, good luck to you. So okay. Contact. Wife power. What was yours? Number seven, number six. six sorry. Uh, my number six has been mentioned. And I went with my best friend's wedding. Uh, this yeah. is one of the biggest rom-coms of all time. Uh, and and I think it had the box office to back that. I think Julia Roberts is a huge, huge pull. Um, and the, the cast was great. And it just, it was a, it was a fantastic movie. So I think that holds some weight too. Yeah. I know, Dave, it actually doesn't have, you actually made me, you chose this as one of our movie nights recently, Wife Power. It's actually, it doesn't have Richard Gere, Dave. I know you said oh, that. Oh, yeah. which one am I thinking of? Save then? the emails, everyone. You're uh, just thinking of Pretty Women all over again. It's, um. Are they not in another movie together? 
Oh, Probably, yeah, they're, but they're it's not this one. Of, it's Runaway yeah, it's Bride that you're thinking of. Oh, Runaway yeah. Bride. <laughs> uh, it's like uh, some guy that's not super famous, like Dylan McDermott or something like that. Uh, no, I thought it might have been like a Patrick Dempsey or something. Something like that, yeah. Okay, looks hold on. Like I'm that looking type. it up because it's... <laughs> that type. It's that type. McDreamy. Dermot Mulrooney. The name doesn't really... really... Dermot Mulrooney, yeah. But if you saw him, you would know it. Um, yeah. Cameron Diaz is in it. Yes, and... yes. Oh, what's the what's the? It's the funny guy that makes this movie. What's his yeah? Name? Pretty sure he won an Oscar for that role. Speaking of funny guys making a movie, Chris Tucker in The Fifth Element. I'd be yes. remiss if I didn't mention. Yes. yes. Oh my He's god. Hilarious. Yes. Yes. Well, speaking of funny guys making a movie, my number seven is uh, Austin Powers. Seventeen. Hit me. You have seventeen, sir. I like to live dangerously. Five. I'll stay. I suggest you hit, sir. I also like to live dangerously. Nice. Yeah. I had to have, I, I oh, saw it. I had okay. to have it on my list. I just figured, like, it was such a huge, huge movie in my household that if it was going off, like, my own experience with the movies, it would probably be number one. Mm-hmm. But, I, but then I figured like, you know, thinking it through, how did it actually do with the, what did it do at the box office? So I just placed it, you know, I just tried to think it and I don't know, probably overthought it a little bit, placed it number seven. Yeah. yeah. Seems yeah, safe. that's fair. No, same here. It's like the first two of, like, of these movies. I mean, all three, but the first two, especially, it's just like, yeah. Quotes all the time, talking about it, rewatching it, this scene, that scene, like, all the time for sure um my number seven was uh mentioned by you mike i think at, at five or six it is face off i'm going with another nick cage one this is a, a crazy crazy movie i remember it being very popular i don't know how popular i don't know if nick cage was that much of a draw but also had travolta and also is a wild uh, movie and I figured you know it's a it's a weird crazy action movie more Nick Cage more action seems to be the draw so I went with it again but just figured I'm gonna space these two out just in case just to sort of fill the gap a little bit with with a with a kids movie for example with Hercules so uh, Face Off is my number seven all right Ian nice my number seven had to throw an animated film in there like we mentioned already Hercules. But I think Hercules, even though there aren't any other animated ones really crawling around the summer of 97, I think it's a great animated Disney movie. I think it's uh, it's not like maybe top 10 material for the animated classics, but it's still an enjoyable one. And uh, yeah, like the mythology around it and everything. So Hercules definitely drew, like, he got me in the theater. So Yeah. No, it's, I think I've mentioned that that's a good pick. <laughs> it's got to be on there. <laughs> I'm the only idiot that didn't put it, put it on his list. <laughs> Mike was watching too much Xena. He got he got yeah. worried. <laughs> I got a number seven. Um, and my number seven is Air Force One. I don't even know that I've seen this movie. Um, but I I do remember like like Harrison Ford on the posters and this being a really popular movie, so I think it uh, it's drew in uh, a crowd. And you know how Americans love their um, 
presidents. Um, yeah, they're presidents and they're... Uh, <laughs> or at least for at least they used to. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least half so of them think, do at any given time. So I think in North America, I think this movie was very Yeah, popular. yeah. Outside of North America... This, I kind of yeah. remember it being a weirdly successful movie, so... I think it's on. I definitely think it's on there. So it's definitely it's a, a successful spot. R-rated film. I just don't know how well R-rated films did in the nineties. No, yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's really it's, it's hard point. to know. And and again, like I keep mentioning all these action movies, but it's like maybe there was too many. It just like yeah. you know, just like I mentioned with the with the twenty twenty two picks, it's like there's all these kids movies. Maybe that thins out the tickets, but also more people were going to movies in ninety seven. So I yeah. don't know. It's really hard to tell. All right, let's go on with to my number eight. My number eight is, uh, it's crazy because my number eight is Con Air. So it's only two spots away from Face Off, which seems like a crazy thing to do to have a movie with the same starring actor like in the top 10 summer box office list, like two spots apart. It seems crazy, but I did it anyways. So, Pair of bullet yeah. trains. And good yeah. movies. Pair of bullet so, trains. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like, I'll be shocked if they actually are this close on the final list. I mean, I'd be but, shocked if they're both not on top 10, honestly, personally. That's just, I mean, that's yeah. why I put them there. But honestly, I, I just, yeah, I, 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 just thought they I don't know. Away. I just remember them both being so huge. The so. thing is, I ran into this problem in 96. Like all these action movies that we love, like just fall short. You know, yeah, like right. Fifteen right. to twenty range, and I feel See, like. And you gonna... learned your lesson. Me and Dave, we did. We have not. Uh, yeah, I we semi learned it. <laughs> I, I bundled them together towards the end of my list, just out of pure hope. That's all, all right. fairness. There is, there is a movie coming out about how much people love Nicolas Cage. So true. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Cr- it is out point. either now or very soon. Exactly, mm-hmm. and he plays himself, which is mm-hmm. wild. Um, that that could be very interesting and very weird, just like lots of his movies. <laughs> um, okay, so my number eight also has the word "air" in it, and it is "Airbud." Oh, because this was no a, way. Oh yeah, man, God. dude, Airbud was huge. Was it not huge. straight to video? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I think the other ones were though. I think at least at least the third one was. I mean, there's probably like ten of these now. This is my big swing because it was one of those like. I went to the theater to see this. I remember specifically wanting to. I know that I saw it numerous times on VHS and DVD even. Like I, I this was like this movie was huge for me. I watched this a lot. It's um, too bad those DVD rewatches don't give you box office dollars, eh? I know, right? Free Willy, Homeward Bound, Airbud, all within the same sort of like free Free Willy 3 is on this list somewhere, right? Is it? I don't know, yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> Dave's those, number nine. Yeah, it's Dave's number ten. Those three movies are sort of like, you know, the the family-friendly animal kids movie with a little bit of a sad part to it. Like it's a, it's that sort of shtick that that happened a lot in the 90s and early 2000s. And this is just my my nostalgia pick I think on the whole list, this and Men in Black. Um so I swung for the fences on this one. Might be nowhere close, but uh, Airbuds my other kids movie, I guess on the list. Yeah. All right. I mean, you might have nailed it, who knows. But now we enter the Nicolas Cage phase of my list <laughs> and we get face off because I think Dave mentioned it like John Travolta and Nicolas Cage headlining this thing. Uh, it's a bonkers sort of premise, but it's just what like a, a good 90s action flick calls for. It's just some excuse to get 
you know, people fighting and shooting each other on screen. <laughs> so, yeah, face off with Nick Cage, and that's not the last of Nick Cage for my list. <laughs> list. Just getting started. <laughs> All right, Wife Power, let's, uh, let's hear that number eight. Uh, my number eight is Contact. Oh, okay. um, I think this is where movie technology was starting to give us some good sci-fi space movies and i think this was was a popular one when it came out i don't know like you guys have mentioned i don't know that it had the stay power as some other movies um but i think i'm hoping it drew a crowd at the movies jodie foster sounds the limbs people yeah it's true to be seen if it's actually on the list but uh We'll move on to round number nine. So my number nine, I made fun of Dave for having Airbud at number eight, but my number nine is actually Airbud. Oh, so come on. Yes. Not that far off, Dave. <laughs> yes. Um, th- the reason being, I was looking at my list and I was the like. The reason being is the- because it's a dog playing basketball, Mike. That's the reason. Well, yeah, it's pretty okay. awesome. But um, I was like, where the hell are the kids movies? Because like, like I said, I looked at that Hercules movie and I didn't connect in my brain that that was the animated movie. So I was like, the only kids movie that I recognized was Airbud. It's the sequel to Con Air. It's Airbud. <laughs> so, something there has to be some kids going on here somewhere probably a lot higher than where i have airbud at nine but anyways because it's probably hercules but that's not not on my list (laughs) so airbud is my number nine i just hope it's somehow squeezed in there i did see in theaters and it was like a big movie for kids but we were also 10 and i think it's probably a cheesy movie so i doubt it did good but anyways that's where i put it Kids movies are kids movies, man. That's yep. it. Um, like we discussed in our 2022, there's lots of them out there. Got to get the got to get butts in seats. And Minions weren't, weren't around yet. So uh, dogs play basketball, I guess. Um, okay. So my number nine has been mentioned a couple times. It is My Best Friend's Wedding. Even though I got it mixed up with a different movie, it is a rom-com. And it is Julia Roberts at, at her finest, really, at this time in these types of movies. I, I do remember this movie <laughs> even though i got the stars the male stars mixed up um i do remember this movie and do remember enjoying it it's been a while since i saw it but uh yeah i i think one of these rom-coms is you know they made much more money then than they do now at the box office and i think that's one of the reasons why i i'm hoping it's in here somewhere yeah and it's and it's a decent movie from what i remember so there was a few rom-coms on the list and i feel like just as a person that loves rom-coms, this one was like, it's this one out, stood. Yeah. One of the biggest. Yeah. And I think rom-coms did a lot better in the 90s. It's not on my list because I'm the dumb one. But anyways, you, I think you guys all are going to get <laughs> yeah, more points. I'm hoping it's somewhere on there. But yeah. Dave, where you confuse it with a runaway bride, I confuse it with four weddings and a funeral. So who knows? <laughs> my number nine is another Nicholas Cage classic in Con Air, which nice. I actually think Back I prefer. Yeah, back to back, because I got to bundle them together, because I don't know. It's either one or the other. I don't think it's both. I honestly don't. I think that these... You don't think both are in the 10, eh? Okay. I think that they just fall shy of the 10. Uh, I I don't know. Or one of them makes it, yeah. Yeah, like, I I will be pleasantly surprised to be wrong on this, Mm -hmm. and they may both make the top 10. But, uh, hey, they're on my list, so Con Air. And I actually put Con Air ahead of uh, Face Off as far as enjoyment. But I think Face Off might have drew bigger crowds, so I'll kind of put them side by side there. Yeah. All right. Connor, Connor All right, had well, that star studded cast for sure. Yeah. 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 Ensemble. 
All right, my number nine, I'm joining the Nick Cage fan club. And I might have picked the wrong one, but I picked Face Off. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that's, that's in my opinion, I think that's the right one, but we'll see. Dave's the one that put Con Air at number three. So. Three or two? I, oh, three, three. Yeah, three. Applaud the choice. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. That's a big I, swing. That's I appreciate your big swing, the Dave. support. Um, yeah, I don't have much to say about the movie. I don't think I've ever seen it. I know it's Nicholas Cage. I mean, the guy's face comes face off. off. Yeah. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know and say, basically. I think the title speaks for itself. Yeah, it's face slash off, really. <laughs> Which is a great right. way. I love when titles play with stuff like that. Like It's not just called face space off. It's like yeah. face slash off. I like that yeah. about the title. Yeah. All right. All right, Mike, let's uh, let's round out our top 10. Let's go for As it. As we said, these are important. And this is where I tried to get a bit, you know, creative. And I put a movie that I liked, but that I thought was more of a cult classic. So maybe it didn't smash at the box office. This is where I put the fifth element. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, the fifth element. This is so, also where I put the fifth oh, element man, for the same dude, reason. They're kind of close. Yeah, okay. Here he is, the one and only winner of the Gemini Crockett Contest. This boy is fueled like fire. So stop melting, ladies, because the boy is hotter than hot. He's hot, hot, hot. <laughs> right size, right build, right head, right on. Right on, right on. And he's got something to say to those 50 billion pair of beers out there. Pop it, D-Man. I tried to also strategically place my 10th, but it wasn't the fifth element and it hasn't been mentioned yet. Oh, but I'll let you guys talk about the fifth element if you like. No, no, go on. Yeah, I no, I think we've kind of covered it, right? I think I think actually the cult status thing is why I was actually scared to put this on my top 10 at all. Honestly, Mm. um, was was that but I I just it, it might just have a couple extra steps to sneak into the top 10. So I thought maybe it yeah. would be somewhere at, towards the top of the list. So, all right, Ian, we haven't mentioned this movie yet, man. I'm surprised. Okay. Yeah. Let's so, do it, man. yeah, well, here's the thing. There's a lot of summer movies and a lot of movies in general in 97 that could have performed well. Um, I think Batman and Robin probably performed well. I'm hoping that it just kind of missed the top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, Air Force One would have been an, another choice that I was thinking of, but uh, like I said, rated R. So I know it did perform well, but maybe just missed the top 10. I'm hoping Spawn squeaked in. At oh, yes. man. I have no idea. It probably didn't even what come close, pick. but that's my big swing of the of my list is Spawn to enter the top 10. Another movie that, that's known for being a huge bomb. Yeah. <laughs> I would be surprised if it made $30 million, to be honest with you, but... It probably sure, like, only it probably cost thirty million and made thirty of it or something. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, but, hey, hey, man, wishful thinking is a dangerous thing sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I put it in there just like hoping that I got it wrong. Yeah, like Spawn. That, yeah, that's yeah. basically what I came to. And then my dark, like when we get into dark horses, it's kind of like all those were kind of what I was considering for my time. Right, right, on. right. All right, wife power. Our final number ten. Oh, man, I feel like I need to put a couple of disclaimers in front of this one. I totally forgot number 10 was such an important slot. (laughs) (laughs) So so for those those that don't know, in case you haven't heard the 2022 or last year's 96 uh, movie wager, the the number one and number 10, if you nail them right on, they're worth the most points out of all the 
the tallies for this. So you get 13 points for those two slots. Um, and then everything kind of goes down from there. You get 10, you get seven or whatever the numbers are. So um, nailing number 10 sometimes could be the deciding factor or one of. So that's why, Wife Power, you are saying that. So go ahead. <laughs> so this was more of a nostalgia pick than anything. And I actually picked this movie because it is one of my first memories of actually going to a theater to see a movie. Oh, nice. Which sounds crazy that I was 10 because of how much I love movies. But, um, <laughs> oh, man. So my number 10 <laughs> pick is George of the Jungle. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, you did it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. What a movie. I, yeah, I, I feel like I just have to leave it at that. Uh, I don't. Brendan uh, Fraser, man, that could have been a big movie. You never right? know. Like, all I had to do was make like a hundred million to make number ten. I think that's like yeah, something like that. Energy. Yeah, I mean, we don't know, but something. Like I never that. saw yeah. movies in theaters, but I saw this one in theaters. That's so awesome. my my like five dollar box office contribution might have been the swing it needed to make <laughs> the the number ten slot. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say $5, but yeah, basically it was probably five or six bucks at the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. So let's, let's rip through our uh, dark horses here. Okay. So we have three dark horse picks. Each one of yeah. these, if they make it anywhere on the top 10, are worth one point each. So yeah. go ahead. So Mike. I have two movies that have been mentioned before My Best Friend's Wedding. I think that's in there somewhere. I'm the only one that didn't have it in my list, but at least I had it in my dark horse. I have Spawn in December 10, uh, just in case, because I love comic book movies, and I was like, yeah. I have to throw this in. And then I made a horrendous error with my third one, and I picked the movie Underworld because I thought for a moment it was the Kate Beckinsale vampire <laughs> movie Underworld, only to just now realize it was the 1997 movie underworld starring dennis leary about a crook who sets to get out revenge on thugs <laughs> who hurt his father in a bloody noir style crime drama after he was released from prison he goes after monsters involved in a series of father's day killings and seeks help from a sex therapist to make sure he's got the right man Oh my god. You Can know, we get an that, award for like the lowest box office on the list? I don't know, guys. Yeah. After that, after that description, it might have a chance. Yeah, honestly, I, what is that movie? What is it? I don't know. Maybe I'll pick it if I win just to troll yes. everyone. Yes. But anyways, we all need to be educated. Yeah. yeah. Although the irony if you're I guess it's a dark horse. I was going to say if it if it's on your list, you probably won't be winning. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. All right, Dave, what are your dark? That's uh, amazing. Um, I I will say though, when I was was sifting through the list, I was like, oh, Underworld is that old? And then I realized it's not. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize. I did this list very quickly, and yeah. uh, it shows. Okay, um, my dark horses. Uh, all of them have been mentioned before, to my surprise. Um, Contact is on there for all the reasons that we've already talked about. Austin Powers is also one of my dark horses. I just don't know how well it did just because it was popular in our houses. I don't know if people went to the theater to see it or not. Who knows? Um, I think a lot of people went to see the second, but I don't know about the first. And then, um, you know, 
wife power you said that it was a uh it was a nostalgia pick but george of the jungle is in my dark horses nice because it's nice. a nostalgia pick for me as well i loved this movie and i went to the theater to see it just like i wanted to see air bud this was one of the ones i saw this year in 97 so um georgia jungle is my uh my last dark horse pick all right mr ian all right dark horses i'm starting to wish all three of these would have been picked over spawn as number 10 i'm starting to think spawn is my new eraser for 97 but uh my dark horse is air force one uh being probably the highest grossing r-rated film 97 and then batman and robin Mm, so okay Again, I mentioned two considerations that I think just fall short. And then uh, George of the Jungle is my last one. <laughs> so I just remember, like, it's Tim Allen, right? I'm not wrong on that. Like, it's Brandon Frazier. Oh, Brandon, Brandon Frazier. Frazier. Oh, I'm thinking about our episode where we talked about Jungle to Jungle. Jungle right? to Jungle. Which also yeah. came so out in 97. Also came out in 97. but it Also came out in 97. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, lots lots happening in the in the jungle. It's apparently. one of those volcano Dante's Peak phenomenon. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, it George of the Jungle is basically Tarzan. That's that's what it is, right? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. The idea, so, um, all right, wife power, your dark horses then. All I have to say is, if I win, I have thought I had a movie picked out for '97, but now George of the Jungle is uh, looking very very enticing. What happened um, to Brendan Fraser though? It's oh, a there's a sad, whole story behind yeah, that. Yeah, it's a sad story. It's sad, yeah. He kind of got screwed by the industry, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But he's in this new show that Mike and I watched that are actually, it's actually quite Ooh, good. Oh, I heard that's good. I got to watch that. Yeah. Um, we love and support Brendan Fraser on this podcast. For there sure. it is. What's it called? Yeah. Uh, Doom Patrol. Yes. Oh, he's <laughs> on Patrol. He's in it? Oh, I'm thinking mm-hmm. of a movie that he's going to be in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Doom Patrol. Was cool. he I watched in, the first season. Yeah. Was he in like titans when they introduced doom patrol like you see the guy that's kind of masked no. up or no okay he is masked up in doom patrol yeah, though. yeah. Mm-hmm. um uh, go on wife power all right back on track uh so my dark horses are austin powers mm-hmm. um batman and robin and i put Airbud on here um right on. I, I didn't know if it had the weight to carry it into the top 10 if animal fun loving movies were were there but uh i loved that movie i remember seeing it with my family and i don't know if it was in theaters but nice good picks okay before we wrap up dave i'm gonna ask everyone to recap their picks and their dark horses just one more time just go through your list so mine was uh the lost world jurassic park men in black batman and robin air force one speed Two, cruise control Face Off, Austin Powers, Con Air, Airbud, The Fifth Element, and then my wild cards are Underworld, My Best Friend's Wedding, and Spawn. Okay. Uh, my 10 are The Lost World, Jurassic Park, Men in Black, Con Air, Air Force One, Batman and Robin, Hercules, Face Off, Airbud, My Best Friend's Wedding, The Fifth Element, and my dark horses, George of the Jungle, Austin Powers, and Contact. All right. I got The Lost World, Jurassic Park, Men in Black, Austin Powers, My Best Friend's Wedding, The Fifth Element, Contact, Hercules, Face Off, Con Air, Spawn. And I've also <laughs> got Dark Horses, 
Air Force One, Batman and Robin, George of the Jungle. Nice. My 10 is The Lost World, Jurassic Park, Men in Black, Speed 2, Cruise Control, Hercules, The Fifth Element, My Best Friend's Wedding, Air Force One, Contact, Face Off, and George of the Jungle. Uh, my Dark Horses were Austin Powers, Batman and Robin, and Air Bud. Okay, so Mike, you've tallied uh, everyone's uh, picks for this. And because we can check the results, we are going to get those results to you soon. We don't have to wait till the end of the summer like we do with the 2022 summer movie wager. So uh, we will find that out in the next couple of episodes or so. So stay tuned for that while also reviewing the movie that the winner is going to have everyone watch as well. So we're going to sit down as a group and review that while also going through the results in the same episode. So stay tuned sometime within the next, let's say three to four weeks, roughly we'll have that. So stay tuned for that on the main feed. Um, this was a ton of fun. This was, man, this is so fun. Exciting. <laughs> I don't know why was I was fun. so excited by this. <laughs> I can't wait to see the final list. It's going to be great. Gotta, I got to love the wager. Maybe, maybe I'm, I have that, that, uh, urge for power again that's that disgusting <laughs> urge for power is coming back <laughs> although i'm not super confident but we'll see um okay mike so until we get to the results and until we watch some more batman movies until we watch the next movie that the winner is going to pick here where are we keeping up or where's everyone else keeping up with their stuff yeah you can find us uh, on social media at day back in follow everything that's going on with the show uh, you can find us on any podcast app, Back in My Day podcast, and find us on patreon.com slash backinmyday, where we release Patreon-exclusive content like recaps of the Disney Plus Marvel and Star Wars shows, currently doing Moon Knight, and we're going to roll into the Obi-Wan series after that. And we have some fun guests on for those episodes, too. So, yeah, check us out uh, there. All right. Thanks very much, everyone, for listening. Thank you for another summer movie wager, guys. And... Uh, Let's uh, let's dig into those results in the next couple of weeks. We'll talk to you then.